What's up, guys, and welcome to another episode of Three and Out NFL Podcast. I'm John, always joined with me by my co-host, Moneymaker Chris. Go ahead, Chris, say what's up. Hey, what's going on, guys? Glad to be back talking some football. It's been an exciting uh, two weeks in football, actually, man. It really has, man. A lot been going on, man. Definitely a lot to discuss here tonight. Uh, I mean, where where do you think we should kick it off? I mean, first of all, we got the Antonio Brown situation still kind of still kind of getting in the news a little bit. Him talking about he does want to play in the NFL again, but personally, with me, I mean, I think he needs to fix who he is first as a person before anyone will even think about taking him back. Agreed. I mean, he definitely has to get himself together before he even thinks. I mean, football should be the farthest thing from his mind right now. I mean, get your life in order to get everything, you know, together and focus on that. I mean, football will be there. I mean, there will be teams, I'm sure, that will be interested in him. But he's got to get himself together off the field before we can worry about getting back on to the field. Yeah, definitely, definitely, you know. Um, let's, uh, let's talk about the, uh, Twitter question we actually, or Twitter comment we had. Um, I believe you had, had it written down or something about, someone left us a, a Twitter. Twitter. Uh, yeah, yes, yes. I tweeted out, um, on Sunday when the game was going on, I said, you know, I was tweeting about the Skins in the Ravens game, and I tweeted out, I said, would you like to hear from the show this week, since we were going to be back on the show? So we got a comment from one Mr. J. Jow. Shout out to Jay, who, you know, in charge of the whole TV Zone podcast and network. Big reason why we're here. He said, which players and slash teams are you surprised to see playing better than you expected coming into this season? Um, I have some people. I mean, do you want to start? You got anybody in mind, like players I mean, or teams? That's, it's, that's definitely an interesting topic just because there are a lot of teams no one expected San Francisco, first of all, to be five and up. No, no, they didn't. <laughs> no, that was that was actually on the top of my list. That was the first team I put down was the San Francisco 49ers. Nobody, yeah, I'm sure, even their fan base probably didn't think they'd be five and up at this point. I mean, it's that that's been a team that even when they were with Cap, you know that yeah they made it to the playoffs and they made it to a Super Bowl with Cap, but that's still a team besides Kaepernick and probably a few other people. And besides the Montana era where you and me were still kind of young when that happened and, and, you know, Steve Mm -hmm. Young and all that, Mm -hmm. that wasn't the highly rated NFL team. No. It wasn't. Yeah, and and Jimmy Garoppolo basically coming out of nowhere and and basically going, you know, okay, this is my team. This is what I can do. Um. It's definitely, like I said, it's definitely a shock. Uh, it's not a shock to my father. He's he's been a, a diehard Niners fan since I was growing up, since nice. I could remember. Uh, nice. But um, it's, I mean, that's definitely one of the big surprises. Um, one of the one of the shocks, in my opinion, was I thought Joe Flacco was going to leave Baltimore, go to Denver, and absolutely blow it up. And Joe been doing. Joe hasn't been doing anything. Yeah. I th- he would go over there and be a nice fit for them too, but he he's been a big disappointment so far this season. I would have expected a lot more out of him. I thought I still thought he had some you know some play left in the tank. I feel. I mean, I think he still does. I just think, I think he's so content now on just how he's going to play. It's just eh, okay. I'm I'm here. That's it. True. 
through. He's kind of kind of going along with the flow, so to speak, I guess. What have been? What were some uh, some surprises that you saw? I mean, we're, there's definitely a lot we can discuss on, on this topic, but uh, let's do, what, yeah. what were some of the things that you wanted to, that you saw? Yeah, yeah, like I said, like we mentioned, the 49ers, you know, that was a big surprise. Um, the Buffalo Bills at 4-1 and one and got a top-ranked defense. Their defense is ranked third currently in the NFL. They've been a huge surprise so far. Um, Houston Texans. third-ranked defense? The, 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 the ranks, yeah, the defense, I was checking this earlier, their ranked defense is ranked third currently, actually. They're, they're at number three, and number two is um San Francisco. I believe number one is New England. Yeah, man, that's not that's not a hard statement to believe. No, it's it's, it's, it's really not. It's really not, man. Um, the Houston Texans they've been playing really well this year. Um, they're four and two right now. They got a big win this week over the Kansas City Chiefs. They've been a pleasant surprise so far this season. What about what do you think about KC? I mean, it it doesn't look like the KC of uh of last year is what we're we it doesn't look like we're looking at that team. No, it. It really, it really doesn't. They started off really hot, but the last couple of weeks, you know, they lost to the Colts the week before, and then they lost to Houston this week. So it seems like they kind of came back down to earth a little bit, as well as um Patrick Mahomes, who's been dealing with an ankle injury too. So he's been kind of out there on one leg basically now. Now, are we going to base it on he's got an ankle injury, or are we going to base it on that maybe teams are kind of finally figuring him out? It's probably a little bit of both. I don't want to blame it solely on the injury, but like I said, people have had a whole you know year kind of game plan on him. Like I said last year, you know he had you know obviously he was making his first start. He hadn't played because Alex Smith was there, so you know a lot of stuff that he was doing, people hadn't seen for like oh my god, you know look at this guy. They didn't have a whole like you know a lot to go on basically because he hasn't hadn't played, but now that he has a whole season under his belt, you know people can kind of. You know, defensive coordinators and stuff can kind of game plan for him a little bit better. So they're probably, you know, figuring out some of the stuff that he can do. So he's not like a mystery on anybody anymore or that league anymore. I mean, it's, it's definitely, I, I would say, you know, like I, I would agree with you on the Bills. I'd gr- definitely agree with, you know, that we're not, we don't see the, we're not seeing the same Kansas City Chiefs team we saw last year. Um, definitely, I, I think we're still seeing the same Pat Mahomes. I just think it's now he's getting figured out. We just found out today, actually, that um, the Baltimore Ravens acquire Marcus Peters from the Rams. Now, with the end, with the intro introduction of Peters to that defense, that defense now cons- that secondary now consists of Earl Thomas, Marcus Peters, Jimmy Smith, Brandon Carr. And Marlon Humphrey. That's crazy, man. And to me, that's kind of a one-sided trade. I mean, like you said, all those players you just named, great trade for the Ravens. The Rams, that's a very interesting trade. Because, like I said, Akeem Tlaib, he's just went on the um, injured reserve. And then they trade Peters. So, I'm like, I'm thinking, like, why would you make that trade right, right now? I mean, unless you got some young up-and-coming corners that you feel comfortable with putting out there. That's an interesting trade for the Rams. Very good trade for the Ravens, but the Rams, I'm not too sure about how it's going to work out for them long term. Now, do you think that maybe they're clearing room for Jalen? That could be a possibility, because they said Peters was on the last year of his contract. <laughs> from what they were saying on ESPN earlier, they said it didn't really seem like he was in their, um, in their future plans, so maybe they are clearing space. I mean, it's, it's definitely a it's definitely a lot you know a logical thing. Um, yeah, most definitely, man. 
Yeah, but great, great play for the Ravens. I mean, it just adds to that defense. I mean, the Ravens are always known for defense. It just adds another piece to that defense. That makes them even more scary. <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely. Um, we've actually seen, again, still going on with this bad officiating. Yes. Um, now the NFL has actually opened up saying that they did witness uh, bad officiating in Monday night's game. Now, I'm not saying that they should extend it. I'm not saying they should do certain things. But I think if the NFL finds that there's bad officiating in the game, you ha- I think you should have to make – there should be a makeup somehow because you're, you're screwing a team out of something, whether it's a victory, whether it's, a, it's something. A lot of the times the refs change the outcome of the play and change momentum. You know, momentum swing is, all, is an actual thing. A lot of people have, mm-hmm. uh, you mm-hmm. know, momentum shift. That's just a phrase of – Oh, the team's doing horrible now. That no momentum shift is a is a true thing in in sports and in anything. But I think if you have if you at the as the NFL come out and said we witnessed bad officiating, okay, have them make up the game or have something be done. Yeah, they gotta they gotta do something about this. I've I've, I've said for years that officiating across all of sports, not just football, is kind of suspect. You see bad calls and stuff all the time. But the officiating we've seen over the past couple of weeks in the NFL, it's been, it's been horrible. I mean, like last night's game, the games of the weekend, they've got to get this under control. Because like I said, you're treating the players, you're treating the fans. You know, it's gonna, this is going to turn people away from the game because of stuff like this. They've got to get this under wraps some kind of way. They've got to do better with the officiating. I mean, but I don't, is it really going to make a difference? Like, that's, that's, the, that's the thing I think the NFL is going to look at and – and weigh in, you know, what can we do? There's always going to be a missed call, this, that, and the other. And, I mean, I've heard people talk about, oh, just make automated officiating where you got plenty of cameras around on this field, and, you know, you have you can have somebody upstairs, you can have two guys on the field calling the touchdowns. But, I mean, automa- a lot of sports nowadays are all, you know, tennis is, you know, to a point it's, yeah, you still got line judges, but it's automated. Wherever that ball mm-hmm. hits, if that mm-hmm. ball hits the line or doesn't hit the line, it's automated. Mm-hmm. You, know, you, you can tell by a camera, by a certain you know program they have. So I don't know if automated officiating would still help the sport. Um, I know it's probably gonna, it would probably cost them uh, the game a lot more money, but <laughs> um, I don't know. I just I I, I can't explain it. I've, I've seen some of the bad calls that they were referring to, and it's just. The game, first of all, was was a shocking score to me because the Lions at one point were blowing out the. They the were, they were. That definitely caught me off, but I did not see that coming. And you know, and I mean, and and while we're talking about surprising losses, um, I mean, I know one of the big big ones out there was um, those boys in the silver and blue losing to the 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 Jets. Yes, you know? that was the that was definitely a big surprise. I mean, because that's the one of the things with the Cowboys this year. They've beaten teams that they should have been beaten. They beat they beat us. They beat the Giants. They beat the Dolphins and everything. And they've kind of lost to like the Packers and the Saints and everything. To lose to the Jets, the winless Jets, especially with Sam Donaldson just coming back after the whole mono situation. And I mean, the Jets were, I mean, early on in that uh, first half, they were beating them soundly too. And it's like the Cowboys actually had to try to come back. They try to make it somewhat of a game. I can't. I'm shocked that they lost that game. 
<laughs> I am. I really am. I'm not. I'm not a Cowboys fan, but to be an objective, I did not expect them to lose that game. That's a winnable game. That's a game they should have won. And that was their third straight loss. Um, yes, it was three straight. After winning three straight, they lost three straight. How long do you see? Now we all know that once you're in with Jerry, you're in. You're in with Jerry. Mm-hmm. You know, we all we all joke. Tony Romo's got that quarterback contract in his back pocket. Jerry talked Jason Witten out of coming out of retirement. Mm-hmm. How long do you see Jason Garrett remaining head coach? See, that's a tough call because as far as I'm, as far as I'm concerned, he should have been gone from there. Because, like I said, he's not a leader of <laughs> he's he's coach clap no matter what. They do no matter you know good or bad, just sit there, just you know, good job guys, good job guys. But since he has that strong, you're right. Since he has that strong, he's the, clap, he's the clapping fool, bro. I'll he's the clapping fool. I'm telling you, just no matter good or bad, just yeah, good job guys, good job guys, good job. No, no, stop that. And but he, like I said, he's got that relationship with Jerry Jones, and like I say, that's that's his boy. He boy, he's been there for a long time. He played there. He's the former quarterback there, so he has that relationship with Jerry Jones, but. If the Cowboys are really going to take that next step, they have to change. They're not going to, yeah, they, they're not going to get to where they need to get to as long as Jason Garrett is their head coach. I mean, they got the talent there, they got the defense, they got the O line, they got the quarterback, they got the offensive line. But as long as Garrett's their coach, they're not going to go anywhere. They're not. And 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 I mean, and that's that's what I you know that's that's the whole thing I see. That's why my mother sees being a a Dallas Cowboys fan is she's already, she hated Tony Romo when he was there. I kind of defended the guy. I'm like, look, you got to look at what he did where he put 500 yards up. And that's because Jason Garrett said, go out there and do you. Mm-hmm. And then Garrett wanted the fame to himself and called the last play where Tony throws a pick on the, you know, I think it was the one or at the goal line or whatever, but it's just, you know, I, I don't, it's hard because, I think yeah, okay, yeah. Don't clap all the time. No, don't. don't. But get angry. Yes. You have Those to get aggression. angry. And yeah, that's why I think so Jason Garrett just like he doesn't do it. He he's like, oh yeah, okay, guys. Very nonchalant, like you know, like whatever. Hey, good job. You know, you got a field goal. You know, that's okay. We'll get him next time, guys. That's okay. No, that's not going to get you. That like, doesn't work in the NFL. Players should not be hyping up each other on the sideline. If something, if someone does something stupid, you should be going over there like Denzel and his assistant coach in freaking Remember the Titans. Oh and yeah, yelling oh. at him mm-hmm. and 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 things like that. I mean, these are they're they're grown men. Mm-hmm. They are grown, and but we've seen now where some of these grown men are sitting there yelling back at their coaches. Mm-hmm. And it's like he is a coach. I'm sitting there. I'd be like, "Who are you? Who are you? Okay, you see that little uh, silver thing? Go sit your butt on it." There you go. Like they're paying me to to tell you what to do. You're not getting paid to yell at me. I'm here to tell you what play you should be calling. What what's going on? Mm-hmm. If you don't catch the ball, guess what? I'm gonna sit there and say, "Hey, you know what? You should catch it next time." You don't like hearing that? Well, guess what? Okay, we can find other arrangements for you. There you go. And, that, and that's why I think, you know, most of these players now, like, there, there are a lot of hotheads in this league, and there's a lot of players who are just like, oh, I'm in it for the money, I'm in it for this, I'm in it mm-hmm. for that. And I'm like, nah, man, be in it for, to be in it to play. Yeah. 
play the game. Have a love and passion for your craft. And one of the things, and, and I don't like player, you know, coaches who are who openly come out against against players. Like I get it was it was done it was done recently, and I get it was done after he was let go. But it has come out and said Gruden was not for Haskins. Yeah, that he has come out. Done. He didn't like the kid. Apparently, you know, I'm hearing all this stuff, and I'm like, okay, but you as a coach. Have to, yeah, you may not like the kid, okay, but you still got to coach him. You still got to play him. Now, we, no one's going to speculate that, okay, maybe Haskins didn't start because Gruden didn't like him because Haskins did step on the field. Haskins did start. Haskins did, you know. But to openly come out, you as even a coach or a former coach of that team just being let go, I don't think you should be coming out and going, oh, my God, I, you know, I, I wasn't for the kid. I didn't like him. This you're you're no longer with the team. Let it go. Yeah, I mean, looking like when um when RG three was here, the Shanahan didn't necessarily want to draft him, but look, he went down to Bell <laughs> to kind of figure out you know stuff that he did there, stuff um plays and stuff that made him comfortable, and he catered his whole offense. You know, he switched his offense around to fit RG three scraps, and it was successful until he got hurt. I mean, he was wrecking the league with that read option stuff that they were doing. That wasn't a Shanahan type of offense, but he fit, he, he put it in the offense that fit RG3 strengths, and it worked. That's what your job is as a coach. You know, you may not necessarily like a guy or anything, or may not fit your system, but you coach him up and try to, you know, figure out what his strengths are and cater up to his strengths and kind of hide back his weaknesses. And, and I mean, and, and that could be a, 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 a blessing and a curse because look at the Ravens. The Ravens took the strength. Lamar had a – Lamar was a running guy, a running quarterback, this, that, and the other. And they played to his strengths, but they played to his strengths a little too much. True. That where they true. had a 10-play playbook of Lamar Jackson. You know, and I'm not saying, you know, quarterback's got to be versatile. I'm not saying – you know, because you and me both watch a sport where there's five-tool guys. Baseball, you're, you're a five-tool player or not. Football, you're not you're not supposed to be playing both ways of the ball. You know, you don't do so. I don't expect you, you know, quarterbacks to be versatile. And you know, there's going to be you know your quarterbacks who are just scramblers or things like that. But it's, I mean, it's a different game now. You you can't be, yeah. I can I can see a lot more running quarterbacks because there's a lot more rules now protecting the quarterback. Mm-hmm. But I don't see. How am I trying to say this? I don't see them still lasting very long because now with all the rules protecting the quarterback, yeah, you're still going to be out there in the open. So you you might have that middle linebacker who's going to sit there and want quarterback for lunch. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. You're always going to have that. It'll pop you. Always. Always, man. So, I mean, it's it's um, it's um definitely definitely something, um you know, that that's, I think there's just be more versatility, and I think that you know, quarterbacks. You know, if if you're talking about firing a coach, you know, I don't think that you should wait. Like Gruden, I think should have been gone a game ago, two games ago. Oh, definitely, definitely. You know, I I, I personally think Gruden should have been gone last year, but oh yeah, um, yeah. he well, he won out his welcome here. Definitely, he should have been gone. <laughs> I mean, according to a lot of you guys, you Redskins fans, uh. Uh, Dan Schneider's wore out his welcome. 
The smart thing with that is he's the owner of the team. We know he's not selling the team. You know, he know he's not going anywhere. Everybody's saying, oh, you know, get rid of Snyder, sell the team and everything. Me as a Redskins fan, I've, I've come to accept that's not going to happen. He's going to be the owner of the team. Whether we like it or not, if you're going to be a Redskins fan, you're going to have to deal with Dan Snyder. But like I say, getting rid of Gruden, yeah, getting rid of Gruden was a good step. But I think if they get rid of Bruce Allen, if they can get him out of there next, get an actual competent general manager in there, that can help some things. I really think that's going to happen if they can get Bruce Allen up out of there. But I mean, and I've, and I've heard, I've heard people talk about, you know, general managers and owners and things like that. If Bruce Allen wants to go out and get these players, Bruce Allen needs the money. And that's if, true. Not, if, if uh, Snyder is not willing to give the money, then you can't blame Bruce Allen for anything. You know, and, and, and I get, and I've, I've heard it's far more worse than that. You know, I heard he's, he is a very incompetent person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I've, but, I've, I've, I've heard that a lot too. But I've heard, I've heard people talk, blame it on, you know, oh, we didn't do this. We didn't do these moves and this didn't do that. And I'm like, well, that's not necessarily Bruce Allen's fault. That could be Schneider's fault for not giving Bruce Allen the money. That's, that's true. He's the only one. He's the one that's signing the checks. So, I mean, like I said, there's definitely some blame to go on Bruce Allen, but it's not all his fault. Like I said, if, if Snyder's not putting out the money there saying, hey, here's the money to go get these guys, you know, the general manager's hands is, you know, no matter who's in that position, their hands are kind of tied, so to speak. Exactly. And, I mean, it's, it's we there's a lot of stuff that, that, that can just be talked about. You know, there's, there's Jason Garrett being left hanging by a bunch of Dallas Cowboy players when they tried to high five him, and I'm like, Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm I'm high five you, coach. No, we're, we're tired of this. We're tired of this, and we're tired of you. You know, and mm-hmm. and that's um that that's that's one thing. And then I'm looking at this thing they have up week six leaders through the air. You have Jameis Winston who threw 400 yards, one touchdown, and five ints. Through five interceptions, and he's still a leader through the air because he put up 400 yards. That's crazy, man. Matt Ryan five throws for 356, four TDs, and no interceptions. Who's that? Matt Ryan. Oh, Matt Ryan. Okay. Okay. It's been a big disappointment this year, too. The Falcons. What's, what's happened to them? Matty Ice ain't Matty Ice no more. That's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the ice is melted. <laughs> the ice has been melted. The ice has been melted. No more that ice. I mean, it's. Um, but you look at all. I was the watching. Time they got there with Julio and Manu. It would be a somewhat better than even if my Maddie Ice, you know, fell off a little bit. It still would be better than a little better than what they are. Yeah, but who else do they have but Julio? I mean, they got, Manu, they got Manu, they got the guy from um, Calvin Ridley, who's, I think he's from Alabama. He's a, he's a good receiver, too. I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely, definitely just, I, I don't know. So Kyle Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan was the offensive coordinator. Since he left the offensive coordinator, they've kind of gone downhill. Since he left and they lost that Super Bowl, they have, they have not been the same since then. So those are two factors, too. And we're also looking at a season or a game that just happened where Lamar Jackson, I think, is tied with one other quarterback in Baltimore. 
where he ran, he threw for 200 yards and ran for 150. That's it's, crazy, it's, man. That Lamar Jackson had. Crazy, man. That's unbelievable. Who do you got in the NFC East? Dallas at three and three. The Jets or the Giants at two and four. The Eagles at three and three, and the Redskins at one and five. Wow, that's good. That's going to be interesting to see how that played out. Like I say, the Eagles started hot. They've kind of fallen off a little bit. The Cowboys started off a hot. They fell off a little bit. It's going to come down to one of those two teams, but it's, it's going to be interesting. Actually, they play um, this Sunday. That's the Sunday night game this week. Um, Cowboys and Eagles. That's going to be the real test to see like where these two teams are at and who's going to really kind of take control of the NFC um, NFC East. But it's, it's going to come down to one of those two teams. But right now, I don't know. They, they both, they've been struggling the last couple of weeks. And one thing that shocked me was um, Matt Bryant looked like he was about to cry. Dang, missing that, missing that that PAT. Mm-hmm. I saw him on the sideline. I'm like, man, he about to he about to just go in the locker room and just nope. <laughs> he go he go break down like no, break out into tears, man. <laughs> if it wasn't already on high alert, the Rams, Jalen Ramsey watches now. Oh, of course, he'll, get, he'll mm-hmm. be a Ram before he'll be a Ram before the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. Like I say, you know, you lose Peters, you pick him up. That 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 that's a good that's a good replacement. And it's a scary replacement. Very very scary replacement. <laughs> they add him. I mean, they could go back to the Super Bowl with that. Now, some of the week five scores we didn't we didn't go over this, but we did. I remember we did pick some teams for for. Uh, I think I think we did week four. I don't know if we did week five, but we had the Ravens victorious over the Steelers in week five. Mm-hmm. 26 to 23. Mm-hmm. We had the 49ers absolutely dismantling Baker Mayfield. In oh, the they embarrassed them last Monday night. That was that was an embarrassment. That was a beatdown. We had still the Andrew Luckless Colts beating the Chiefs 19 to 13. I don't. I still see Luck coming back sometimes. I don't I know when. So. That was, that's been, that's been, about a year from now. I see it. You think? So? You think so? Yeah. I think he needs a mental break. I, I still think he's got some football left in him. Yeah, I mean, that's been another surprise between the Colts and Jacoby Brissett. I mean, he's had a good season. I mean, he's had 10 touchdowns, just three interceptions, over 1,062 uh, passing yards. They've, they've done quite well. I mean, whoever I thought once luck was tired, they probably would be, you know, in the tank. But they've actually played pretty well. And they beat the Chiefs last well, week, he, actually. He stepped up. He, he's definitely stepped up and, and taking control and helping that team. And I. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a good thing, um, especially for that, that franchise, you know? Mm-hmm. For sure, man. We have Packers over Green Bay, 34-24. Uh, Broncos over the Chargers, 20-13. to That's pretty close. Yeah, beating the Redskins, 33-7. to Oh, God. <laughs> um, the Jaguars beating the – I don't know. Jaguars losing to the Panthers 34 to 27. The Texans beating the Falcons 53 to 32. The Raiders beating the Bears. The Eagles over the Jets. The Cardinals over the Bengals. The Saints 31 to 24 over the Bucks. The Giants losing to the Vikings 28 to 10. The Bills beating the Titans 14 to 7. And the Seahawks with one point. With a one-point win, 
over the Los Angeles Rams. Wow. That was a I good game. I remember, I remember that game. That was a good game. I mean, those two being division rivals, I mean, any game with those two is going to be a good game. Oh, yeah. They, they always they always go at it, for sure, that's man. Definitely, that's definitely good games no matter what. Definitely, man. Definitely. Uh, this week in football, week six, we actually we saw the Ravens take on the Bengals. The Ravens came out with the victory. Mm-hmm. We saw the Lions almost beat the Aaron, with Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. So close. Oh, so, so close. I gotta see, and I gotta put him in that conversation. Matthew Stafford is a Hall of Fame quarterback. You know, people don't, they, they don't give they don't give that man enough credit, man. That dude goes out there and ball. If he was on any other team but the Lions, I think they'd probably be giving him a lot more credit. I mean, the dude, the dude can ball, man. The dude can play. If and that's what and that's what a lot of people and they look at me when I sit there and they're like, "Oh, you're down, you know, two minutes left, and you got to pick a quarterback to." to go down the field and score for you. I'm picking a handful of guys, and a hand, in that handful are not big-name dudes. There's no Ben Roethlisberger in my top. There's no Tom Brady. There's no – I'm going with Matt Stafford because I know at the end of the day that dude's going to do whatever he can to get me that first down. I'm going Phillip Rivers because, again, I know he's going to do whatever he can to get me that first. Mm-hmm. He's going to run. He's going to scramble. He's going to do whatever. And personally, I got Joe Flacco because on third and one, guess what? Joe Flacco, six foot something, six six. He can stretch them big ass. <laughs> Sorry for cussing. He can stretch them big old long arms out and and get me that first down. Hey, I I can't argue with those picks, man. Those those are all excellent choices. People might not think of firsthand. People probably go to you know the Aaron Rodgers, the Brady's, you know the Pat Mahomes, which is fine. But those are you know. Those are good names there, man. Those are the guys that can all ball out. Yeah, and I dropped an A-bomb. I know Jay's probably going to have something. <laughs> That's okay, man. Like, oh, there it goes. There it goes. There it goes. Yeah, oh, now, now we're coming. <laughs> <laughs> we gave John a show, and this is what he does. No. That's right. That's right. He gives him a show, and this is <laughs> Oh man, that's funny, man. That's funny. It's, uh, it's, and I apologize to all the, the the listeners out there for that. Um, oh, good man. It's okay. What else do we we had? Um, Steelers over the Chargers. We had the 49ers beat the Rams. Again, another kind of division game where I thought it would be a lot closer than it was. I mean, the sure. score looks close, but that game that was a defensive game. Oh, it was, man. It definitely that was. was. Both defenses showed up and were just like, okay, we're just going to outplay each other. There you go. Uh, let's see. We had Jets over the uh, Cowboys. We had the Broncos over the – actually shutting out the Titans, 16 to nothing. Uh, we had the Cardinals beat the Falcons by one point, 34-33. And breaking news, Jackson, two-time Pro Bowl corner. To L.A. in blockbuster trade, Jalen Ramsey to the Rams. Wow, that just broke. Wow. Yep. We, hey, we, we got breaking news in the show. Wow. Yeah, there we go. There, there we go. go. We, we, we were just talking about that today. Man, that's crazy, man. That's awesome. So, I mean, that that defense is definitely going to be uh, – I mean, I think I, – I think, Honestly, now if you look at it, 
the Rams made out better with that deal. Yeah, they, they definitely is a good player, but you're getting somebody with the – I don't know if he's the caliber of Jalen Ramsey, though. Yeah, that's true, but that definitely like that definitely shows up shows up that defense. Like I said, it explains the Peters trade even more so now. It definitely does making making that room for that money. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. So now now, 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 now that makes sense. Good trade for the Rams and good trade for the Ravens. That's awesome. Man. Definitely a good trade. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, breaking news here on the show. Love it. There we yeah there we go yeah first time I think breaking news right while right while we're doing the show. Yeah, I love it, man. That's awesome. Uh, let's see. We had the Seahawks over the Browns, the Texans over the Chiefs, Redskins, Dolphins. I mean, no one – I don't know how many people probably watched that game, but it was two over teams. Someone was going to get a W. Somebody had to, somebody had to win. Let's end in a tie. Somebody was going to win that game. Oh, that would have been the greatest thing in the world, two over teams. and they, they It's a draw. Oh, it's I a draw. Loved it. I would have loved it. Oh, oh, my goodness. Well, one of the things I liked about that game, we got back. To, I don't care if it's, you know, a bad team. Or I like the fact that we got back to the run, got back to running the football. Adrian Peterson, that man is still got some gas left in the tank. He looked amazing out there. Oh, I said that when everyone first when everyone first talked about, oh, my God, the Redskins signed Adrian Peterson. And I was like, why wouldn't they? Yeah, why wouldn't they? Who signed Adrian Peterson? Still walking out. He does. He definitely does. He proved it last year, and he proved it in. He proved it this past Sunday. The guy can still ball. I mean, the Redskins got all the veterans who are kind of show. And it's funny they're showing up these young guys, Vernon Davis, leaping dudes like you know, he he's young again. You know, Adrian Mm -hmm. Peterson running the ball like he's a young man. You know. And that's for me as a football player. If I'm the, if I'm one of these young guys, I'm looking at the work work ethic those guys have. Yeah, whatever they're, they're doing, I'm that, doing that. It, it's it's the whole LeBron going to to LA thing. Them young kids in LA, they weren't gonna let LeBron come into the practice and show them up. <laughs> no, they were not gonna let that happen. And LeBron ended up doing it anyway. But guess what? The boys stepped up and said, "No, nah, we gonna have to out. We gonna have to work harder than him now." Mm-hmm. Really, you you gonna have to show we can do this. Exactly. Speaking of your boy, your boys, the uh, the Redskins, they have a gem in that uh, that young wide receiver. Oh, Terry McLaurin. That yeah. that young man is special. Special. He's got twenty three catches, four hundred eight yards, and five touchdowns so far. He is something special. We have he a- have three of those in one game. I believe he did. I believe he did. He had two last game. Yeah. So he's he's definitely that's going to be a asset they're going to protect. Most definitely, that's somebody you definitely keep. That's somebody you can definitely build around. And plus, once they get Haskins in there, those two play together at Ohio State, so the chemistry between those two is going to be there. That's going to be one of his go-to targets, man. Exactly, and the chemistry is already there. It's just. When when is Haskins going to step on the field? I still I don't see him still stepping on the field, but I see them maybe giving him some some time. But like you know, like we've been saying, quarterbacks are dropping like crazy this whole this entire season. You know, yeah, they got they to the point where where Ryan Switzer for the the uh, the the Steelers, if their quarterback went down this this past game, 
they were going to call in a wide receiver who played football, I think played quarterback in, in college. That's crazy, man. That's so unbelievable. Definitely dropping like that. flies. Dropping like flies left and right, man. Uh, who else we got? We got the Vikings overtaking the Eagles, thirty-eight to twenty. We got the Saints beating the Jags, uh, thirteen to six. The Saints, I mean, without Drew Brees, Damon's kind of getting the job. I, I still think you can see that they're missing Drew. Oh it's, yeah, but they're they've been holding the fort down. Yeah, definitely, and I think that's what you like to see, especially being a guy like Drew, like you know the whole commander and things like that. You like to see that. The, that team come out and hold the fort down without you, so you know he can sit there and say, "Okay, you know what? They don't. They can do it without me." Or, you know, when I come back, it's just they'll be they'll amp their game up a little bit more or whatever it is. But I like seeing. I don't like seeing vets go down. I don't want to say that, but I like to see when when a veteran gets injured or or you know something happens, that young guy to kind of you know. He puffs out his chest a little bit and kind of does like the superhero pose, and you know, the sun shining on him. He's kind of like it's my time now. But I like when those guys sit there and take advantage of that. Yeah, that kind of next man up mentality. You know, yeah, your starter goes down, but you know, hey, you know, we gotta keep it rolling. That guy comes in, you know, hey, this is an opportunity for me. You know, to showcase what I can do. We can still, you know, keep the momentum going. Yeah, and it's like because it's like you know, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, I was behind this guy, but let me show you what I learned. Or let mm-hmm. me show you why this is my team now. Mm-hmm. And I like those guys who kind of put it in that conversation of, you know, okay, when he comes back, is he going to have a job? Or so-and-so going to, you know, you know, maybe not because dude's showing up, you know. <laughs> dude's balling out or, you know, something like that. And I like, I like young men grabbing the opportunity like that by the horns and saying, you know what, I'm going to make y'all talk about me. Exactly. I like perfectly perfect Perfect example of that is in um, Carolina with uh, Kyle Allen. He's 4-0 since he's taken over for Cam. He's thrown for 901 passing yards, seven touchdowns, zero interceptions. They say Cam's on his way back, but I don't think he's getting that job back. He's not getting that job back. Oh, hey, you know what I got to say to that? Keep it up, young man. Most definitely. He's been Make balling out. Make Keep that Make there that you go. And he has the last four games. Like when Mason Rudolph came in and when he showed up, showed out that first game, I was like, "Hey, you know what? Go ahead, kid. You you got big, big shoes." And and like I said, I hate to say it because I hate saying the guy's name, but the most impressive jump in I have ever seen by a second string quarterback. And you can correct me if I'm wrong about the quarterback that went down. But Tom Brady, Drew Bledsoe, I think it was Drew Bledsoe at the time goes Bledsoe. down. Yeah. Tom steps in, and you know what? That was Tom. As soon as Tom stepped on that field, you knew he was something special. Oh, you did. Love him or hate him, you you, you got to give credit where credit due. He took that team by command, and he took that team by command, and he hasn't looked back. <laughs> he really hasn't looked back. He didn't just take that that team. He took that job by command and said, you know what? You ain't getting it back when you come. <laughs> I'm you the go. starter here now. You're, yeah, you may be healthy. You ain't getting it back. You ain't getting it back. <laughs> He got what five or six rings now. So I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, he, he he's 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 gonna relinquish the that job when he's ready and good to go. So, I mean, you can't hate him for that. Uh, like you were talking about too, the Panthers over the Buccaneers, thirty-seven twenty-six, and we had the Patriots basically just just laying into the Giants, the thirty-five fourteen victory. Mm-hmm. Um, coming up this week, 
so we'll get some uh, some picks in here, so maybe some talks about some games. Okay. Um, we got the Ravens at Seattle. Ooh. Uh, we got a four and two team against the five and one Seahawks. Uh, definitely a, a four twenty five game on Fox. So that's definitely going to be a. Um, I don't know. If, I don't know if I want to say it's going to be a blowout, but I, I definitely that's going to be a battle of defenses. I definitely think that. Most definitely, man. That's going to be a very good game. That's going to be a toss up. That game could go either way. It really could. Definitely, and and like everyone I know hates him too. But Pete Carroll, you can't. Sometimes you can't deny what that man can do to, with a football player, you know? You really can't. I mean, they've, they've had a very good season. Russell Wilson, he's been balling out this season. They've got a very good team over there. All right, so let's get – while we're going through this, let's get some picks in. Who do you got in Seahawks-Ravens? Ooh. I'm going to go Seattle. I mean, like I said, Russell Wilson's been balling out. That defense has been playing really good. Like I said, no disrespect to the Ravens, but I just I see Seattle coming out on top on that one. I got to go with my boy. I got I to gotta still bleed my purple and black, man. Hey, I respect that. I can't bleed that booger green uniform that the Seattle Seahawks wear. I can't do it. Oh, yeah. That, that, that's, that's horrible. That's awful, man. <laughs> I don't like those either, man. All right, uh, let's see. Then we got Chiefs at Denver. Um, personally, I, I I don't know what's going on with Mahomes. I hope he gets it. I hope he gets it settled in. But um, you're gonna be shocking me in this, especially me being a homeboy. Um, I gotta go Denver. I definitely gotta go Denver in that one. I can't blame you for picking Denver in that one, but. It wouldn't shock me if Denver won, but like I say, I always say division games, they can go either way. That's a team that knows you better than anybody else, but the Chiefs have lost two in a row. I can't see them losing three in a row, so I'm going to go with the Chiefs. You think Pat's going to wake up on, on that game? I think he's going to wake up. They've lost two games in a row. He said, you know what? You know, we, we got to be can't, you know, start falling from now. We, we got to get this together, so I'm going I'm to I'm go with the Chiefs. I'm going to go with the Chiefs to bounce back this week. Now, this is an obvious one, and I hate to say it because it's your boys, but you know who they're playing this week. Yeah, friend. <laughs> they're playing the Owen. They're playing the five and San Francisco 49ers. I don't see that. De- I see that defense getting exposed. I don't. I maybe. I mean, I see Adrian Peterson maybe doing something. Maybe Terry McLaren. I don't. If the Redskins pull it out, I would be shocked. But I, I got to go, San Fran on that one. They're most likely gonna win that game, but I'm going with the upset. I'm going. I'm rolling with my boys. We're gonna. We're gonna give San Francisco their first loss. You gonna be. You gonna go. You gonna be the homer, huh? I'm gonna be the homer on that one. Like I said, <laughs> I, I know we've struggled this year, but we giving San Francisco their first loss. We're at home. If we were in San Francisco, I'd, I'd be. I feel a little differently about it. But we're at home. And it's homecoming week this week. We're getting it done, San Francisco. You're getting your first loss. <laughs> oh, we got a we got a guarantee. Is that a guarantee? Are you I'm guaranteeing? Guarantee? I'm not gonna guarantee, but, <laughs> gonna, I just, but I'm not guaranteeing it. But I just got a feeling. I'm going with my heart on this one. They're gonna get their first okay. loss. Also, you sounded determined on that one. You 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 pointed the finger a little bit and said you getting your first loss on this one, there, guys. I don't know. I got to say, NFL, NFL game to game, week to week, and we've seen we've seen stranger things happen, man. You you just never know. 
So a little bit of info on the list of people who are listening. The Rams send Jacksonville a 2020 and 2021 first round pick along with a 2021 first or fourth round pick for Ramsey. Okay. okay. So they did get two picks for him. Okay. Not bad. Not bad. Let's see where are we at. Okay, now we're we have the Cardinals at the Giants. Um the two young quarterbacks, two rookie quarterbacks, Kyle Murray and Daniel Jones. Two guys who I think who have to prove themselves, you know. Both um, and I think that's what it is, and I think that's what makes games a lot more fun is is the prove yourself game. Mm-hmm. Definitely, man. So um ah I gotta go Jones. I gotta go Giants on that one. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you on them. I'm going with the Giants too. Uh, then we got the 0-5 Miami Dolphins going to Buffalo and facing the Bills. I don't, I don't, I'm going Buffalo. Buffalo, <laughs> yeah, 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 Buffalo will <laughs> win that one, man. Uh, we got Jacksonville going to Cincinnati facing the 0-6 Bengals. Um, I don't know, Gardner Minshew did not have the greatest of games this weekend. I think he, he got he did. Several times. Um, I think that I don't know if he's going to come back and say, you know what, well, that's not who I was, or if he's going to be rattled and that the Bengals actually might have a chance with the defense and say, you know what, we can get to him. We know we can get to him. This is how. Because even though the Bengals they haven't won any games, they've they've, they've shown some fight in some of their um, games this year. So that, that that's going to be interesting. Definitely, definitely. Uh, let's see. We got Oakland at Green Bay. Um, I can't. I still can't sit, sleep on the man. Aaron Rodgers. It does what he does. Yeah, I'm man. Nah, I, I, I don't. I don't bet against Aaron Rodgers, man. I mean, like, <laughs> Oakland. They've. They've. They, they, you know, they played tough this year. They got a nice win against the Bears because they won their bye last week. But um, I'm not betting against a Rod, man. I'm not betting against Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> we got the uh, at 500 right now. The three and three. Rams going to it the the ATL playing ATL. the foul. Um, definitely with Jalen and uh, I, that defense is going to be ridiculous. I, I got to go. I got to go the law on that one. I got to go LA. Yeah, I got to take the Rams there too. Even though they've you know struggled the last couple of weeks, I mean Atlanta's been struggling even more so. I feel um, I believe more in the Rams right now than I do Atlanta. Atlanta seems like they're going in the opposite direction. So I'm gonna take definitely, the Rams. Definitely, definitely true with that one. Um, we got Houston at Indy. So we got the I gotta go Jacoby man. Um, Brissett's been been showing me something, and, and I'm liking it. <laughs> I'm definitely liking what I'm seeing out of the, out of the guy. Um, like I said, he's ta- he's taking that team by the by the helm, and he's he's basically said this is my team, and I definitely like it. I definitely got to go Colts over the Texans on that one. Yeah, like I said, this is another game. This is a toss up, man. Like I always say, division games can go either way. I wouldn't be like I, said, I wouldn't be shocked if the Colts won. I'm gonna go Houston though. I mean, I've kind of bet against them a couple of times this season. I'm not gonna bet do it again. So I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Houston and Deshaun Watson. He's been playing very well this season. Okay, we got the Purple People Eaters of Minnesota going against the Lions of Detroit. You know about how I am with staff. I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go Detroit on that one. 
the grit, the grit in Stafford is just ridiculous. It it really is. Like I said, that guy does not get the credit that he deserves. Because like I said, they, they're gonna be definitely gonna be fired up after that Monday night game. They're gonna want to get some payback. But the way the, the Vikings look really good last week, this is another game that could go either way. But I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go to Vikings on this one. It's gonna be a close game. It's gonna come down to the wire. But I'm gonna say the Vikings squeak out a victory. And we got the two and four Chargers at the against the two and four Titans in Tennessee. Um, you know me, I'm a big Philip Rivers fan. Um, I, I, I don't see him pulling this one out. I don't. Yeah, they've, they've, they've been one of those teams that's been a disappointment this year. I don't, I don't, I don't think they're going to pull it out either. I, I, I don't. I'm going with Tennessee on that one. Um, yeah, to go Titans. And definitely we got the Saints in Chicago. Um, the way that Saints, that Saints team has been playing, I got to go New Orleans. I, five and one with, with, out Drew Brees. That's I mean, yeah, really, they had him for a few games, but still really five and one without Drew. <laughs> that's 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 pretty good, man. Like I say, Sean Sean Payton, man, <laughs> man's a great coach, man. He knows how to make adjustments. So I'm gonna go with the Saints on that one too, man. They gonna keep they gonna keep it rolling. Make it six and one without Drew. I definitely see Sean Payton, regardless of what happens in the rest of his career, his tenure. Sean Payton's definitely a Hall of Fame coach. Oh, my, without Jeff, question. Without, without, without question, man. Without question. He's turned they, they him and Drew Brees, they've turned that whole Saints franchise around. Especially at a time when they needed it too. Yeah, with the whole Katrina thing. thing yeah, man. Going through and, and mm-hmm. everything, you know. Mm-hmm. Um he's definitely a Hall of Fame coach, Pete Carroll. Mm-hmm. I definitely see. Um I don't know if he's eligible because I do know that he is not part of the coaches union. So I don't know if Belichick is eligible for the Hall of Fame. That's interesting. Um, so we'll definitely do some research on that and talk yeah, about that. Yeah, I gotta look into that. I mean, that's fine. I didn't think about that. That would be interesting. If any, if any of the listeners listening, you know, want to tweet us, uh, if they may know or not, um, it's definitely. But if he is, if he is eligible, uh, Belichick is definitely. Oh, without uh, question, a Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Definitely. Uh, getting back to some of the games we got here, we got the Eagles at the Cowboys. Um, I don't think the I don't think Dallas is in the right mind right now. Um, and I think Jason Garrett is partially to blame for that. I think so too. He just like I said, I, he's coached class. He's got a great too laid back. He's got a great team. He just I don't think he knows what to do with them. I agree. He doesn't. Any other coach. They would be there. They would have that team playing a lot better. They would not be lose. They would have not lost three straight. I agree. I I definitely agree with you. Um, and the last game we got Monday night. Um, now here's my question to you: Do you see the Jets playing um undefeated breaker again and taking out the New England Patriots? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a win, man. But they could—they may. That could be two two weeks in a row. They're taking out undefeated teams. That would—that would be something. They—they'll—they'll definitely play them tough. Would they beat the Patriots? I, I don't see it happening. But they'll definitely—they'll definitely play them tough. They won't—they won't get stomped up there. I don't think they'll definitely I mean, play them. In your opinion: Who's who's the better who's the better caliber quarterback, Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers? 
taking rings out of it, in your opinion. Who? Because they almost beat. No, they they beat Dallas. Never mind. Dak Prescott. Never mind. I'm always mixing up. Dak Prescott didn't even nowhere near Tom Brady. Sorry for Cowboys fans if you, if you agree, disagree with me. Tom Brady's on a whole different level than Dak Prescott. He, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 There's 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 no comparison between those two. Dak Prescott has not taken that team and made it his own. And no, he hasn't. No, because even when they've been successful, it's been, been because of Zeke, not because that's because of Dak. And what I'm saying, take the team. I'm not sitting there saying tell your coach to go, you know, go, go, you know, forget himself. I'm not doing that. No, but you have to sit there sometimes as a player. Go, coach. Let me do this. Let me go out there. Let me call something. Russell mm-hmm. Wilson, he said this weekend was calling his own plays. Yeah. Okay. Oh, but I, I like that because doing that. Carol has the faith in Russell to say, you know what, Russell. Go out there, Russ, and be you. Go out there and ball out. That's confidence, man. You you feel you confident know? the quarterback to go out there. He can handle his business. And like I said, and I'm not telling you know, and and anyone listening, I'm not sitting there saying that players should go out and back out their you know their their coaches and things like. That. The coach is still there to coach. Coach is still there to have the players got to listen to him. But show your coach you have the confidence to go out there and say, you know what, coach, give me a give me a drive. Not, I'm not even saying just go out there and tell your coach to give you the, the entire game. Coach, give me a try. Let me see what I can do. Call him my own plays. Exactly. You know, and, and and that's the whole thing about it. You know, I don't think there's a lot of players who step up and do that. They don't. They probably don't. They ought to respect their coach. And I, I wholeheartedly understand that. I agree with that. That's fine. But if you know that what maybe the play your coach isn't calling isn't going to work, you have every right, in my opinion, as a quarterback, to audible. Call an audible. Definitely. That's and what it's there for. If the coach comes back, hey, well, what'd you do that for? Well, I saw something. And guess what? It worked. The audible worked. You know? And you prove go. it that way. If, if you if you don't want to ask your coach to, hey, let me do this, go out there and call an audible and prove it that way. Exactly. Exactly, man. Well, I mean, it's it's... We covered we covered all the games. We covered uh we did had a pretty good show. Definitely, uh, definitely. We're running on fifty seven minutes right now, so we're we're trying to get the we're we're going to get this done. Um, guys, again, this has been a uh, um your NFL podcast. We got a uh, Twitter question if you want to think of one, Chris, for the folks out there. Um, definitely to, to sit there and talk about maybe uh. Actually, you know what? Let's throw it back at these guys. How about that? Um, who has been a surprise to you, um, the listeners out here for the show? What player or team has surprised you guys this season? And um, do you see that team still being a surprise or that player being a surprise in the remaining weeks we got here in the, the rest of the season? Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Definitely. We'll yeah. definitely throw well, that out to our listeners. You got yeah, there you go. We throw it back out to you guys. You know, you gave us a question. We throw it back out to you guys. What are your thoughts? So, yeah, man, definitely. We definitely want to hear from you guys. Like I say, any feedback or anything, definitely hit us up. We'd love to talk about it. Definitely, definitely. Uh, so, guys, this has been another edition of uh, 3 and Out. I'm John, joined by uh, my co-host, Chris. Chris, I know you got some stuff to uh, plug and promote there, so why don't you go ahead and do that, brother. And then, uh, guys, it's been, been a great show. and. Uh, We'll see you out there in the Twitterverse. You guys can hit me up at uh, Dude 20 or I believe it's Dude 32 Also follow this podcast at 3andOutPodcast1, I believe it is, Chris, right on Twitter? Yes, sir. Yep, that's it. Yep, that's us. Podcast1, so definitely shoot us your questions. 
shoot us any comments you got on the show if you guys are enjoying the show if you're listening to it on your way to work way to school anything like that just let us know how you're listening to us and if you're enjoying what you've been hearing for the shows that we've been giving you um, any feedback is always good feedback, even if it's negative. It always gives us something to work on. Definitely, most <laughs> definitely, definitely. Hey, we open the comments, suggestions. You know, we hey, we take it all, man. We want to make this a good show that you want to, you know, listen to and get your, you know, weekly football fix for. And definitely want to come back next year and continue to give it to you guys. Maybe an off season show or something like that, covering maybe off season NFL news. I don't know what we'll be doing, but uh, yeah, definitely, Chris. Uh, Go ahead. I know you got some uh, new merchandise you've been working on. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Most definitely, guys. Um, first off, you can follow me on Twitter, my personal Twitter page at Moneymaker Chris, as well as Instagram DC Sports Fan Twenty Three. Uh, check out my writing. I write, guys. Um, the Cash In Football and Friends. You can check that out or at Medium.com/slash/AtBrokenMoneyMaker. As well, support me on Patreon, patreon.com slash moneymakerchris. Uh, check out my group page for my writing. Um, I post all my articles and stuff, as well as my products uh, on Facebook for the cash-in. Uh, I have products for sale to help promote my blog. I got t-shirts, hoodies. You can find those on storefrontier.com slash writer315. I got some cool Halloween shirts and stuff out available as well. Definitely check those out. Um, also, Teespring. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks, appreciate that, man. But um, store um, Teespring.com/stores/moneymakerchris. I got some phone cases, tote bags. I got some Halloween tote bags that's um available. You can use those for trick or treating, you know, with the kids and everything. And yeah, definitely check out my merch. And that's all I got, man. All right, sounds good, man. Um, definitely, like I said, I've seen some of your stuff, man. The Halloween stuff is that Halloween stuff is nice. Oh, thanks, man. Appreciate that, man. Definitely appreciate that, man. But guys, uh, I've been John. This is uh, Moneymaker Chris, and uh, see you guys in two weeks. All right, peace out, guys. <laughs>